to Late Night Talks, a place for growth, stability, and transformation. The podcast for men and for the women who want to understand men. My name is Amy Jo. I'm a certified clinical hypnotherapist, Reiki master, and a life strategist. Here, we take you to the next level of self-understanding mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Good evening. Welcome to Late Night Talks. I do hope you're having a pleasant week and making things happen in your life. (laughs) Anyway, I'm happy and excited to be here with you. And I would just like to take a moment and welcome some of the the newcomers to the family here coming all the way from Fiji. Wow. Honduras, Malawi, Bangladesh, Malta, looks absolutely beautiful, and Luxembourg. So great to have you. And thanks for, for joining us. Luxembourg is actually one of the best countries to live in, in the world, apparently. It's in the heart of Western Europe, beautiful scenery for hiking, lots of castles. I'm fascinated by castles. I think they're so cool. Uh, They have great food. It just sounds like a really cool place. I find it very interesting because I haven't heard of some of these countries. (laughs) So it's interesting to, to just learn more about these little hidden gems all over the place. But thank you so much for tuning in. Tonight, I would like to discuss a fun topic. Lucid dreaming. (laughs) Okay. I'm always curious about where we go when we sleep. Our dreams are very much connected to our emotions and can really be a gauge of what's actually going on in the subconscious that we might not even be aware of. If you're not a dreamer and you would like to dream more, start meditating because until I started to meditate, it's going to change your ability to dream. I mean, it enhances your ability to dream by a hundredfold easily. I'm dreaming all the time now and I never used to. It will enhance lucid dreaming as well. So in this episode, we're going to address some of the following questions. What lucid dreaming is? What's some of the research that has been conducted? Is lucid dreaming dangerous? Are there benefits to lucid dreaming? Does it influence problem solving and creativity? What do they feel like? Along with some of the other questions. So let's let's just start by learning about what lucid dreaming is. And I want to apologize for my voice because I've had like this nasty cough and it's just (laughs) really tearing my throat apart. So I apologize. Anyway, lucid dreaming is, it's a type of dream where the dreamer becomes aware that they're dreaming and they can control the dream environment and their actions within it. So it's pretty much in between a sleep and a waking state, like you're in between. So you might have a sense of being awake and alert and even be able to to make decisions and, and take certain actions 
in, in your dream. You can actually manipulate the dream environment by, by changing the scenery. You can change the characters. You can change the storyline in the dream. You can also engage in activities that you might not be able to in waking life, such as flying or teleporting. And to be honest, I had a very crazy vivid dream about flying. I swear I thought I was on the other side because it was so real and I was kind of in control and there was something next to me. I didn't see it, but I felt like a soul next to me that was guiding me. This type of dreaming occurs during the REM stage of sleep. And that's the rapid eye movement, if you're not aware. So REM is also known as the paradoxical sleep, which involves the body and the brain in a manner remarkably similar to that when we're awake. Your eyes begin to move swiftly back and forth. Your heart rate increases. Your breathing becomes irregular. And this brain activity accelerates, replicating brain activity while awake. You can also experience irregular or jerky muscle movements during REM sleep. The REM sleep is typically more difficult to awaken during that stage. So over the past few decades, there's been an increasing interest in lucid dreaming among researchers in the fields of psychology and neuroscience and in sleep medicine. And several studies have been conducted to explore this phenomenon of lucid dreaming and its potential applications. Researchers have used brain imaging techniques such as MRIs and EEGs to, to study the, the neural activity associated with lucid dreaming. And what they found is that during the dream state, there's an increased activity in the prefrontal cortex. This is the part of the brain responsible for higher cognitive functions such as decision making and working memory and attention. Other studies have really focused on the potential therapeutic applications of lucid dreaming, actually. Researchers have investigated whether lucid dreaming can really be used to treat nightmares and even PTSD symptoms, right? Some studies have found that lucid dreaming can help people reduce the frequency and the intensity of their nightmares and cope with those um, traumatic memories associated with PTSD. They've also explored the potential uses of lucid dreaming for enhancing creativity and problem solving and skill acquisition. It's, it's quite fascinating. They found that practicing skills in a lucid dream environment, right, can lead to improvements in performance in the waking life. If, if you're doing something in your dream, it's going to help you in reality. Others found that lucid dreaming can also enhance the ability to, to generate really creative ideas and solutions to complex problems in their life. So there's still so much to learn about lucid dreaming. The existing research suggests that it's 
very complex and fascinating. And it has a lot of potential to be used in a variety of therapeutic and even educational context. It's generally safe for most people. And there's really no evidence to suggest that it's at all inherently dangerous. However, you know, with any activity, there are certain risks and potential negative effects that we can make ourselves aware of. Some might experience sleep paralysis and other sleep-related disorders while attempting to lucid dream. Now, if you haven't ever had sleep paralysis, then I know I've said this before, you're lucky. (laughs) I've experienced it quite a few times, and it's one of the scariest things you can experience. I think it's something that, I don't know, I'm not going to get into that, but it's just a very odd feeling, and it's different. It was different for me each time. So that's something that can happen, and it can be very scary. Some might find that their efforts to achieve this lucidity in their dreams interfere with their ability to to get a good night's sleep because you're kind of awake so you're not getting a full night's rest so that's kind of a negative health consequence you know you need your sleep it's also possible for for people to become too fixated on lucid dreaming to the point where it becomes an obsession and they get so enthralled in this experience that they get addicted to wanting to keep doing it I mean, in rare cases, people can develop a condition known as dream reality confusion or reality testing dysfunction, in which they have difficulty actually distinguishing between their dreams and waking reality, even when they're not in a lucid dream state. Obviously, these negative effects are generally rare, but they can happen. So it's just important to know that. Honestly, there are certain people who might want to avoid trying to lose a dream or approach it with caution. These are people who have mental health conditions such as schizophrenia or bipolar disorder. Only because it could potentially exacerbate their symptoms or interfere with their treatment. Also, if there's a history of like sleepwalking or other kind of sleep disorders, you might want to really approach lucid dreaming with caution. And pregnant women as well, they might want to avoid this just because there's a lack of research on the safety of the potential effects on the developing fetus. I don't know, you know, but it's always better to just be safe than sorry, right? There are actually these potential uses and benefits that make this fascinating and and desirable for many people. And one of its most useful sources is the ability to confront and overcome fears or phobias in a safe and controlled environment. For instance, someone who's afraid of flying, they might practice flying in their dreams, which could help them feel more comfortable and confident when flying in real life. You know, whatever your fear is, 
it's it's a very when we do this it's almost like that exposure therapy whatever you're afraid of if you expose yourself to it over and over and over again and you make it hilarious as absurd as that is but if you kind of just keep watching it and seeing yourself doing it over and over and over again to the point where you're like laughing about it (laughs) this is a great way not to get off track but this is a great way to get over I mean as long as it's nothing dramatic right this is like fears or phobias I'm talking like minor right so that that trick really works okay Lucid dreaming can really enhance creativity for artists, for writers, or even, you know, other creatives, musicians. By being able to control the dream environment and experience things that aren't possible in the waking life in reality, we have the ability to tap into the imagination in new and exciting ways. And it can be used as a tool for the problem solving, right? The brain and brainstorming. We can explore different scenarios and different outcomes in a dream environment and use these insights to come up with new ideas and solutions to our real life problems. You can also use it to practice and improve in your skills, right? Like we talked about, such as playing a musical instrument or sport. By visualizing and practicing these skills in this lucid dream, this can really improve your performance in reality. And you can use this type of this type of dreaming as a tool for self-exploration, for personal growth, even for spiritual development. Right? By being able to explore and confront unconscious thoughts and emotions in in your dream you might be able to even gain insights into your own psyche and work towards personal transformation it's difficult to determine how many people have lucid dreams because it's it's a subjective experience right that can be really difficult to measure But studies do suggest that about 55 to 82% of people report having at least one lucid dream in their lifetime. And some studies suggest that the prevalence might be even higher among frequent dreamers of people who practice lucid dreaming techniques, right? So the frequency with which people experience lucid dreams can vary widely. Some people might only have a few lucid dreams in a lifetime, while others, they're having them all the time, even on a nightly basis. So it might influence how often someone experiences lucid dreaming, including their sleep habits, maybe their levels of stress or their overall health. That all plays a role. And some people intentionally try to induce, there's a lot of people They try to induce these lucid dreams by using various techniques such as reality testing, by dream journaling, by visualization exercises. And honestly, as you meditate in a quiet, silent space, just for short spans and you start with that every day, it's going to make a difference. Okay. 
with a lot of practice, you know, you'll, you'll start to be able to dream more frequently and you'll have these, you know, greater control over the dream of whatever you're dreaming. (laughs) So if you practice this, if you practice it through different techniques, you might be able to experience a lucid dream in the first few days or weeks of actively practicing these um, you know, setting intentions even to, to become lucid in a dream. If you set the intention before you go to sleep that night that you want a lucid dream and you tell your subconscious mind that you want a lucid dream and you say it over and over and over again repetitively before you fall asleep, most likely you're going to have a lucid dream. But for some people, it, it might take a long time. It can take longer. It can take several months, even years, before they might have their first lucid dream. And again, it's important. Everybody's experience with this type of dreaming is different. And there's really no right amount of time that it's going to take or that it should take to have lucid dreams. The most important thing is really to just be patient And be persistent in your efforts to cultivate lucid dreaming. To be open to the possibility that it's going to take some time to achieve. But with anything, like with anything, we have to be consistent. We have to, you know, practice and have a positive attitude towards it. And if you really do that, then many people can start having this type of dream in a relatively short period of time and with again continued practice when you do have them though you'll you'll know that you're having because they're they feel very real and they're very vivid much like the waking life like you're in reality in a way I guess that's the only way to put it and one of the hallmarks to lucid dream is that you're aware that you're dreaming while you're in the dream. So it's kind of crazy, but the sensory experience of a lucid dream can can feel very realistic. And, and there's, like I said, the colors, the sounds, the sensations. Some people can describe lucid dreaming really as feeling more intense and immersive than regular dreams, of course. And they might experience these physical sensations in their dreams, like the touching and the tasting and the smelling, but you're in the dream. This can bring a lot of interesting (laughs) ideas and thoughts and just dreaming can really open your mind up. And as long as they're more on that, the more positive side, right? We don't want any kind of terrible things to be happening in the dreams but it can bring a lot of excitement and all and wonder you know so it's it's fun to explore the depths of the subconscious and tap into our own innate creativity and imagination through this type of of dream state So that's it. I just thought this would be a little bit of a fun topic to talk about. And 
I wish you all the best in that area. I probably could have talked a little bit more about ways to learn how to, you know, get into the lucid dream, but there's plenty of information out there. You can go check that out, but I always appreciate tuning in and I hope that you have an amazing week ahead. Well, finishing of this week and the weekend, but I look forward to coming back next time. Stay well, and I'll talk to you soon. Love and night.